Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It is the prop bet episode. Getting it in right before opening day. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy, sit next to Jake, uh, Trev in California, and BBD behind the dish. It's time for the prop bet episode, a staple in the offseason shows, rounds, cycle. And this is our last episode of the offseason as well. Jake, how you doing? James, Trev, BBD. Everyone wearing their John Boy Media merch today. How about that? Um, doing well. Doing well. Excited for the world-famous uh, prop bet ep. Uh, I think if you excluded Trevor last year, we won like at a 95% clip of our yeah. bets. So that's, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe this is a financial episode. It's like we should label it sports and finance uh, on the on the YouTube. But... Uh, excited to do it, man, and excited. It's a uh, it's a pretty ridiculous feeling that we're uh, we're playing ball tomorrow. Games that count, Trev. Yes, games that count. Opening day is here. Um, I think that this year is going to be a little bit different for baseball. I don't know why. I think like all the social media accounts are stepping it up. I got some videos on the MLB Twitter that are getting me fired up. I started watching the twins like little documentary they have on their YouTube channel. It's fucking awesome. Like there's a lot of really good content coming out. I just think it's going to make the game feel a little bit different this year. I'm excited for baseball. James, are you excited as I am? I am as excited as you are. And there it is. I think the world baseball classic did help like kind of speed ramp people into the season and getting excited for things. And I'm excited for this episode, but I, it was much tougher to find things I truly believe in. Like last year, I, I yeah. kind of like really like, besides my sprinkle, which is just luck to get it. But the rest, I like really did. Was like, eh, this is easy. I don't even know why they're offering this. This is tougher this year. Made too much money off of them last year. There's just they were less. trying to lure people in last year or something? Because there was some outrageous There's less. There's just less uh, that you can do now. Like, uh, you know, like the top 20 players is the only people you can bet on. Give me the fucking, you know, Harrison Bader lines. Hmm. I have a better sense of those. Yeah. Yeah. Can we go over like what we did last year? Because I know I wasn't great. Hmm. Do you have them Dave's pulled up or is it easy to find? Yes, I thought I just had them. Oh, here we go. Yes, our 2022 lines. Trev. You had Carlos Correa over 25 and a half homers. Uh, Did that hit? I was, that was close, but it didn't. Close. Bunch 22. Close. No, not close. Loser. Wow. Luis Robert over 28 and a half homers. Hurt. I don't believe that no. one hit. Uh, Matt Olson, oh, more home runs than Freddie Freeman. Did that one hit? I think 34 to Freddie's 21. Winner. Lock. Had twins minus four point five wow. wins over uh, over the Guardians. More wins than the Guardians. Guardians won the division, so that one didn't hit. Sprinkle Julio Urias Cy Young. He finished third, second, third. Um, 
so not a bad sprinkle. Uh, and your lock was under 98 and a half RBIs, Eugenio Suarez. <laughs> oh, that's oh. right, the race. And you won it, 87. I hit that one. Hit yeah. that one. You removed a lock on Astros winning the AL West because it felt like too much juice. Uh, but what, okay, that's kind of where I'm at today. I told you guys, what's the juice cap on our lock? I got one. Yeah, I think I think after because that Astros line was minus one seventy five, you changed it to a minus one twenty. Got your lock. Right. That's all that matters. Jimmy, you went Harper under ninety seven and a half RBIs hit. Marcus Simeon under thirty two and a half homers. Juan Soto more homers than Acuna. That was even money. Uh, your sprinkle was Mariners' longest winning streak, and that hit. And your lock was Astros more wins than the Yankees. Five for five. Fuck. My theme last year was uh, players changing divisions. And I just chased uh, unders in players going to a new division. Got to get used to it. Got one of those. Jake Cardinals to make the playoffs. IKF oh, under 167 and a half hits. Yep. Bobby Witt Jr. You took that because you thought homers. he was going to get moved off the position. And he didn't even get moved. Still hit the under. I s- well, wasn't going to be at the, the top of the year order before, anymore. He had 172 and he played 158 games. And the, the Yankees the don't let guys play that. How many, many games, games did he play last year? One forty-two. So yeah, and he was hitting was... bottom of the order, top of the order, like the at bats probably. Different. Lock of the locks. Yeah. Yep. Bobby Witt Jr. over twenty and a half homers. Uh, your sprinkle was Buxton MVP, uh, and your lock was Adam Duvall under a buck ten and a half RBIs. That was just yeah. too high a line. Those were the line. lines we're looking yeah. for this year. The yeah. one ten RBIs. I think there's one person or two people that are in the hundreds, and everyone else is in the nineties. If you took RBI under last year, you won uh, every single one. Yeah. They were just crazy but, high. What was up with that? Ninety percent of the They RBI think there was a juice ball coming. Like yeah. seriously, because this yeah. is stuff that Vegas does. Maybe their algorithm said juice ball, and they didn't have a human like say no, that's not happening. And I'm, hitting hitting was generally down last year. Yeah, like I, I was I, a couple of these. You know, I, I'll just tell you guys off the rip. Adelise Garcia, on paper, it looks like he had very similar 21 and 22 seasons. He had 100 OPS plus in 21, a 113 OPS plus in 22. So, like, just almost being the same, he got 13% better. Weird year. I have a question about... Um... The sprinkle. So this year we're doing, you have to take an over, you have to take an under, you have to take a lock and a sprinkle. Uh, lock, We I don't know, that was off air. We discussed minus It's got to be a lock. 150. Yeah, it can't be. Okay. No? And then for... We're not, we're not doing the big ones, yeah. For sprinkle, like last year, it was plus 3,500. That was yours, Trev. Mine was plus 3,000. Jake's was plus 4,000. When Jake hit his sprinkle the year before on Burns, it was plus 3,000. I couldn't... 4,000? I couldn't find anything that high. Okay. Even kind of being like offered in areas I like yeah. this year. So what's the limit there? I don't want to say one and then you guys don't like it. I mean, sprinkle... I think anything over like eight hundred juice, yeah, eight hundred oh. thousand. All right, the one I the one I had the one I have is uh, nineteen hundred, so that's fine. Okay. Yeah, we just really oh, yeah. went the, for it last the year. The line yeah. in my head was was at least a thousand. Just the extra digit, I think, does something for me. Okay, seems like we're tightening up over there. We're really tightening these odds up. Us or them? No, DraftKings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We cleaned house last year again, excluding yeah, like, we can't have Trevor. This episode out. 
if you take out Trevor Plouffe, the amount of two. money we made last year. Well, Jake I and I, and Jake and I, went, Jake and I, you take out the sprinkles, which aren't designed to hit. Jake and I went one hundred percent. We went eight for eight. You know what they say? That was fucking last year. Want to know the Boys. difference? Yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the difference, Trev, is we took unders and you took overs because you're a nice guy, and <laughs> now we opened it up. We're a forcing bit. you to take an under, so we're guaranteeing you a win. And if you guys had no idea, this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook. Baseball fans, America's back tomorrow. We're live streaming. Come join us all day, all night. Uh, and place a couple bets at the DraftKings Sportsbook, especially if you're new there. $5 pregame money line bet will get you $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. We're going to be placing some, some bets throughout the day, having a good time laughing. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TALKING. Just like the show. New customers can bet $5 on any pregame money line and get $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only a drafting sportsbook with code talk and minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Jake mentioned it. We're going to be live for opening day. And it's like the whole crew that's uh, local in New York will be live from uh, around 1 o'clock until 1, uh, 1 p.m. in the afternoon to like 1 a.m. at night. We'll have a rotating cast. At one point, there's six different games on, and we have six TVs, so every game will be on. So no matter what team you personally enjoy, your game will be on. We busted out a seventh TV today, so during that time where there's six games, we can still have the chat up on one TV while having every game. So, yeah. Yeah, they fixed the cable situation too, so it's not like streaming. It's like six games on cable. Do we have the package, the MLB package? Um, If not, we need to... That I think we're going to get that, Jake, but so. also uh, our graphics guy, Blake, posted, uh, we made like a game schedule, and I think everything's like kind of on TV, because it's like Bally's and like... We don't get Bally's. I thought we did. No. I think we did. But well, then we have the package. We'll deal with that tomorrow. Yeah. Come join yeah. us. Yeah. All right. Who wants to kick it off? Trev, you're hot. I do, what do you guys want to do first? Overs, unders, locks? I feel like we should do Let's over get the under. unders out of the way. Sure. I got mine ready to go. Okay. It's a formula. I don't mean any disrespect to this player. This is so messed up. It's not messed up, dude. <laughs> I, I kind of I get why the line is up there, okay? I'm taking an under on the RBI total because I think that's still going to work. I tried to find the, one of the highest ones there. I'm just going to go for it. Rip the Band-Aid off, right? Love this player. Got a big old butt. Plays down in Atlanta. Austin oh, no. Riley. Hey, I lo- a disaster. I looked at that one. 104 and a half. They have him slotted at. Now he has eclipsed that in 2021. He hit 107. Okay. Played 160 games that year. Last year, 159 games, 93 RBIs. I think Acuna might be the difference there. Like Acuna is going to be hitting in front of him. And maybe that's where this line is getting up to 104 and a half. But I'm taking a page out of James' book because I remember you telling me, like, I think you took Mike Trout or somebody under 40 homers. Like, if he gets hurt for yeah, a, a week, two weeks, that's kind of out the window. These counting stats that are up that high, you know, you have to be healthy and producing all year long. So this is no disrespect to Mr. Riley. I think you're going to drive in, in the 90s, maybe even hit that 100 mark. But 104 and a half, so you had to hit 105 taking the under on the RBI total. There's a lot of guys around you that can do damage. Like sometimes just move the runner over <laughs> the guy behind you. Yeah. Keep the line moving. That's all Smart. you have to do under 104 
and a half RBIs for my man Austin Riley this year. Hate to do it to you, but it's a formula, man, and it's a winning formula for us. Yeah, I was looking at the RBI stuff, and I was trying to find um, teams where they have they have the there's two guys on a team with the over under around 100 because if you look around the stats, not a lot of teams have two 100 RBI guys these days. Yeah. Um, I think the Blue Jays had like Vladdy and Bo Bichette both above 100 or they had like Vladdy, Bo Bichette, Springer. And I was going to go there for my under and just choose one of them. I'd be like, I don't think all three of these are all going to get over 100. But I didn't. But I, li- I looked at Austin Riley, too, because I thought there's a lot of guys in that lineup. One of them is going to have it. Last year it was Olsen. So I don't hate that pick by you. Trev, I do, and I'm going to tell the people to not place that bet uh, because Austin Riley, you mentioned, well, you know, if he, he misses some time or whatever, uh, he played 160 games in 21. He played 159 last year. All he's done is play. I, I, I'm, I think this year I'm becoming a believer of, like, health is is like a skill and I think Austin Riley has shown that skill and he got better uh from 21 to 22 he's another example his stat line got slightly worse uh, OPS wise at least but his OPS plus was better so I don't know uh, I'm interested to see I, I think you're playing with fire a little bit like I said it's just been a winning formula for us I think he's gonna have a great year I think he's gonna play some games but you know that's a, that's a high total, dude. High total. The the hundred mark is very difficult, and I understand people are going to do it. And in that lineup, there's going to be a lot of people on base for him, and there's going to be some runs scored. I believe in the Bricks, believe in Austin Riley, but I had a formula coming in, and I'm executing it, Jake. I you understand that. what execution means? I love that for you. Freaking chop your head off. Okay. Jim, <laughs> oh, you, me, you can go different you execute. Our video of us just watching the guy across the street for 20 minutes just got Just came up. Yeah. Zoe texted That's... me and was like, this is insane. Yeah. But I watched all 20 minutes. We, uh, we pushed a boundary. Go check out is that on okay. John Boy Jake TV channel. Yeah. Trevor, we just looked out the window at the guy across the way for 20 minutes, waiting for him to look to at look us. To look at us. It was a weird one. And... I can't get I won't away. Spoil can't it. Get away. Go watch. Yeah. Go watch. Um, my under Trev, you're around the formula, but I think you're missing the formula a little bit. Um, I'm taking an under, and I'm going at one of our most aggressive fan bases, which will please both you guys. Wow, it's a hitter I love. Oh, I love this hitter, Trev. Mm. I love him. He's fantastic. I'm taking the under on Teoscar Hernandez home runs. 27 and a half, even money. Teoscar's only beaten that once. Yeah, I looked at that. I had that typed as one point as well. And in 2021, it's the only season he's beat that. He's a guy that's good for like one quick IL stint a year. And he's joining a new league, new team. We just saw Jesse Winker try to do this, and it was tough for him. And there's, you know, let's, you know, each player is their own player. But going to a new team in a new league, and by the way, a tougher hitter's ballpark. He's going from Toronto, which, Trev, I know that's one of your favorite places to hit, to Seattle, which historically uh, hasn't been a home run haven. That uh, I-, I think Teoscar, being on a new team, uh, hey, again, 
kind of BBD said it before this. I hope I'm wrong, and I have to drink Teoscar tears because he's going to be a free agent too. But he's also like a slash hitter. He's not like a – I don't picture him as a true vaunted home run guy. Give me those doubles. The last time I said that speech, it was about Vlad before he won the MVP. So Teoscar's under home runs. I totally remember. <laughs> you took the under on like 23 homers yeah. for Vlad or Double, something. Doubles like guy Vladdy, and he, uh, he went nuts. He's he's slim. He's yeah. gonna hit doubles this yeah. year. Yeah, no chance. I, I like that. I also looked at that one too. I like the formula of switching leagues into a big hitter's ballpark. Um, but there is something in the water there in Seattle, man. They had me chasing that RBI total of Eugenio <laughs> Suarez last year. It's scary. And you're gonna piss off the Mariners fans, yeah. but they're already pissed off anyway. So I, I guess that doesn't matter. What do you got, Jimbo? I'm going Byron Buxton homers under. I just searched for a line where it was a guy's career high. It's hard to bank on a guy hitting his career high in homers. He only had eight spring training at bats. Uh, doesn't have the best health history record. And I think they're going to be as cautious as they can. Like, I think they were very cautious in spring. I think in April they're going to be cautious. He probably runs into, like, a cautionary two-week stint. At some point, because like if you can just keep him healthy for the end of the season, you're going to be there. So, if he's healthy, I think it's going to be. I think he's going to hit more. He's shown that. Like, what's the number? Oh, it's thirty and a half. It's his career high. I believe it's thirty and a half. Yes, it is. Um, but I literally I just searched every home run over under that they have. They don't have that many, and then searched is if it's a player's career high, and then that's how I fell onto Buxton, and I was like, well, I. He's a tough one to do it too because you don't even you've never seen a full season, twenty fifteen or sixteen, whatever it was. But uh, yeah, then I looked. I was like, was oh, he playing in spring? And he's he had like a limited or delayed. And I think they're going to handle him. They should carefully. So he's in a he's in a DH to start the year a lot. I mean, I I looked at that as well. Um, it is juiced at minus one forty five, so it's kind of pushing it for us a little bit, but. I think you're right, James. I think they are going to be very cautious, cautious with him throughout the year. But I did just watch that documentary on the Twins YouTube, and it got me all fired up. Okay. Like, so I, I couldn't take that one. That's why you couldn't take it. The other Jimmy one, the other Correa, one I like, best if we're, friends. If we're just saying ones, or if you don't mind me saying one, is Blake Snell under ten and a half wins? Because he got eight wins last year, and he only handed the bullpen two other opportunities for wins or handed a lead twice. You know, it's not like he got no decision to death. There's a, uh, the win total for pitchers is very low this year as well. And I was looking at some of them. And I'm like, there's, there's no way this guy must have won 16, 17 games before. And not a lot of pitchers win games anymore. Like that's not like a thing if, anymore. If you look at like, I, I was doing that and I was looking at teams. I was looking at all the guys who got 15 wins or more last year to search if there's any on a non-playoff team on a, like a bad team. It wasn't in the, and maybe it was the AL or, but it wasn't. So then I was trying to find a, you know, non-competitive team stud starting pitcher and just take the under to search for an under, but nothing. Vegas kind of knew that formula. Smart guys. Big second half than Snell. That one scares me a little bit like Riley too. Big second half for Snell. Do you he have anything behind? He that? had a big second half. Oh, excuse okay, me. Okay. Um, that I th- I think the light bulb went off for him last year, and that Padres off offense. or on? Excuse me. Did the light bulb turn off or did it turn on? 
Yes. You need to relax a little bit today. Where are we going to next, boss? Isn't Bieber's? Doesn't he get one? Beeps? Uh, in the past, it's been I do a lock and a sprinkle. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. He goes, he's the extremes. That's what he likes. Oh. Are we doing overs now? Because this is the fun part. Sure. You want to start, Trev? I do. I am parlaying the WBC into the season. I'm a big believer in momentum from the WBC into the season. And C. Rosie just asked me about this team. He said, who's going to step up and lead when Reese Hoskins is out for the, the year and Bryce Harper's out through the middle of the year? And I said, you know what? No one really has to for the Phillies. Because they kind of got dudes throughout the lineup. Just go be yourself. Turns out Trey Turner doesn't want to just be himself. He wants to be a better version of himself. All the dude did was hit homers in the WBC. He's moving to a hitter's ballpark. He knows this division, Jake. I'm taking the over on Trey Turner's homers. 23 and a half. I think he's only eclipsed that once in his career. Yes. But I like this guy. I think he's going to play every single day. They want him in the lineup. They gave him all that dang money. He's going to play. And I think he's just found a stroke, man. He's going to bring that confidence into the season. Play enough. Have enough at bats for the counting stats. Trey Turner over 23 and a half homers. I like it. Captain America. I like it. Had a... WB's his spring training numbers are also a video game, which I didn't know till now. Five twenty four batting average in spring games, so that's excluding the WBC. How many did he play? Uh, seven games, 21, 21 at bats. So he's turns out Trey is he's confident. Locked. Yeah, he's locked. I like it, Trev. Yeah. You got to believe in something. I think that little ballpark there in Philly, it's gonna be a lot of souvenirs from old Trey Turner mm. out there in the seats. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, let's keep the hype train going. Um, it's over season. Uh, I had two overs I loved. Um, I think, you know what? I'll save the other as my lock and bring it over to the lock pile later. Um, I'm going to go with Bo Bichette over 170 and a half hits. Uh, like, oh. I, like I said before, um, I believe... Health is somewhat of a skill. Bo Bichette, the last two seasons, 159 games, 159 games. He led the AL in hits both of those seasons, 191 and 189. Uh, so if Bo Bichette is out there and playing, which he has proved to me he can, he is going to hit. And by the way, he might even get better because he's 25 years old. So I will take the over on Bo Bichette hits for my lock. Nice. I'm a, I'm a massive Bo Bichette guy. I said something. I don't know if it was on this show or baseball today. I said I think he's one of the more underrated shortstops in the game. I think it was on the on the Blue Jays TPP. Mm. And people were coming at me saying, underrated. This guy's over him. I'm like, go look at the freaking numbers, people. You may not like him at shortstop defensively sometimes. I, I, I can see that. I get that. I think he looks pretty out there. I think he can get better out there. But offensively, what this guy has done as a shortstop, Go, go look around the league, man. Go see what all these shortstops are doing. You put Boba Shett next to him, he's up there with the top tier. Well, I like that, Jake. Thanks, I like all the overs. All right. Well, I'm taking one that I was worried other people were going to take because it's the formula's kind of right there. 
It's Corey Seager hits uh, over 146 and a half. Corey Seager was the biggest shift guy. Um, according to a lot of articles, calculations, he lost 26, around 26 hits last year due to the shift. He's number one guy, not like dribblers, but hard hit balls to shallow right field. Got gobbled up. Uh, in spring, without the shift this year, 460, 467 batting average. He's just kind of like peppering. So if he stays healthy, I like the over there because it doesn't seem like they accounted for that. I think he got 140-something last year. 145 last year. 145 last year with the shift. He doesn't have it. He's the one person who's the top of the list. Anytime you look at who's going to ha- get most benefited by shift regulations, so I'm banking on that. New rules. Is he, is he just a rollover king, like three-hole no. shift? Is it up the middle? What hard, is it? Hard balls. Think of like Teixeira or Ortiz. It's... Martini cup. Yeah. Martini okay, glass. so he was the, the rover out there. He was hitting it right at the guy. The guy playing shallow right. Yeah, ground balls right to him. Now what if they implore the two outfield outfielder? He's been popping. He's been popping oppo in the air in I spring. I like that. I think he hit two oppo homers. He put him uh, to left field. So it's not like the old shift where they'll let you take a single. Look, that's going to be a double if you yeah shoot it that way. So I like it. Yeah, that one. That one feels strictly health dependent. Like uh, I think baseball yeah. wise, uh, I think yeah. Well, and, a lot of them for, like oh, exactly too, like Bichette for, too. It's for like, going for an over, that's yeah. it. Yeah. The uh, the hit totals. I I was looking at those as well when we were prepping for this episode, they all seemed a little low. But, you know, I, I think that's we're away of the from... That's because that's of injury. Like, if it if it happens, you're kind of screwed. But I think for a lot of players, they leave it there for if they play the whole year. Load management. Are we doing that in baseball mm. this year? Are we playing, guys? That's what I want to know. No comment. Where and does that leave us now? That... Brings us to sprinkle season, I think, which is maybe the favorite. I think it's my favorite segment of the bet because it it uncorks our brains a little bit. And it's brought to you by Muggsy Jeans. You guys know Muggsy Jeans, the most comfortable jeans in the game. We're going to have the whole squad Muggsied up tomorrow for opening day. And, uh, yeah, Muggsy Jeans are just kind of, for me, they've turned into jeans. I, I, I wear Muggsy Jeans they are as comfortable as it gets, and they're fully backed by their 100% comfort guarantee. A single order gets free shipping and free returns if they don't fit or whatever. Man, they've got chinos and joggers now, too. Holy smokes. Uh, so, go check them out at Muggsy.com. Code baseball. It's 10% code baseball at Muggsy.com to get ridiculous comfort that will cause you to never wear anything else again. Wow. Mugsy.com, code baseball, 10% off. Sprinkle time, boys. Before we start this, I've been looking at a few guys. You know, you, you see all these lists on, on the DraftKings website. That's where I'm at right now, looking at all the the, pot, the prop bets and leaders and stuff. A few guys' names kind of stick out. Rowdy Telez being included on this list for the homers. Yeah. Blew my mind. pretty cool. Had to go look at right? it. I had to go search. I was like, wait, what? Uh, he did pop a lot of homers last year, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to go against him. 
Me neither, but you know, it's a lot of like MVPs, all stars, like fucking guy guys, and Rowdy Telez, man, you're on that. And I think that's fucking awesome, dude. So congratulations. Also, Anthony Volpe on the stolen base mm. leaders. Sprinkled that on our Talking Yanks episode. Did you I'm sure really? those odds have shifted? Yeah. They shifted a lot. Is he is he uh a burner like a Carol type? Or Stole fifty bags. More no, I think he's smart. Short and quick. We we've been doing some speculating and speculating on his height recently. I think he's uh he is a shortstop quick guy. Okay, I don't want to go first on sprinkle. I want somebody Ooh. else to go first because I'm going in between two right now. I got I got to choose. Sure, Robbie Ray to lead in strikeouts plus nineteen hundred. So last year Robbie Ray struggled a little bit because he was two pitch pitcher most of the time. He lost a little velo on his fastball. Was in a new division and he made a new pitch up, the sinker, which isn't a strikeout pitch. It really wasn't that good, but he wanted a pitch that he's a lefty. He wanted a pitch that had arm side movement away from righties or into lefty batters. And he threw a lot of two seamers, sinkers. Jordan Alvarez smoked that one to hit the walk-off, if you remember, in the postseason to eliminate the Mariners. Or was that a different... That wasn't the final game. I'm forgetting. But... This spring, Robbie Rake showed up, and he does not have the two-seamer anymore. He has a splitter, which has that same arm side run, but now with a lot of dip, it's a swing and miss pitch, not a swing and hit pitch. So instead of adding a third pitch that gets hits, he's added a third pitch that gets swing and misses. If you look at his strikeout numbers, he's averaging uh, 1.5 strikeouts every inning this spring. I think he just went four innings pitched, nine Ks, no hits, like breeze through. And he's throwing a lot of this new pitch splitter, um, so I, I liked him in wins. Or I was, but they didn't have him available for that category. I don't think. Um, and strikeouts is enough to count as a sprinkle. But super interested. He's also a guy that's healthy. He's, just, he's never really missed starts or time. And uh, if he's making all his starts and and has a new pitch that is a swing and miss pitch, he should go back to being a strikeout guy. Over under on strikeouts was too. 200. So I would take the over on that, but I liked Seeger hits more. A lot of Mariners talk. Mm. And probably more to come. Robbie Ray. Yeah. Robbie Ray. Yeah. Is he, is, what, what kind of pants is Robbie rocking this year? Still tight? Tight. Still doing that? As tight as they get. Yeah. I'll fix it ain't broken. Mm-hmm. I think he's going painted no. on one, one game. See if anyone notices. It just wear his sliders one day. Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. He's one year removed from being the strikeout leader in the AL. So, um, what a story that guy is, right? Like, yeah. everyone always talked about he's going to be good. He's got all this swing and miss stuff. Then, bam, he did it. <laughs> Ain't that it? I like it. Uh, I'll go with my sprinkle. I think this is my biggest sprinkle so far, and this is actually one I. I did on Talking Yanks. I, I think the reason I went there, it's a conversation we actually circled up on, was pitcher wins. I, I just think we're in a weird era of baseball that, like, you know, Kyle Wright won 21 games last year, um, which, again, I think there was a lot of, now that we have other metrics to measure pitchers, I don't think anyone was saying Kyle Wright was the best pitcher in the National League last year, that we, um, you know, there's a lot of luck Involved in pitchers wins that we've we've kind of quantified that but 
you got to be a good pitcher, right? That's that's the start. You got to be on a good team. And you got to get the boys hyped up. And Trev, at plus 7,000. Jesus. Who gets the boys more hyped up than Nestor Cortez Jr.? Oh, my God. He got his first full run last year. 28 starts. Um you know, and they were kind of worried about the load on him. He told them, don't worry, I pitch every offseason and I go. Um, he won 12 games last year, 12 and 4. Um, you know, hopefully that Yankees lineup will be doing uh, enough. And there were some questions coming into the season. Remember, he bailed on Team USA because he had a hammy. He only, uh, he's now made, he made his third preseason start yesterday, but he's going to be in the rotation the first time around. Compared to the other Yankees injuries, his hamstring is nothing. Uh, that I don't know. If Nestor gives the Yankees 30 starts, why sh- why doesn't he have as much of a chance as anyone else to win a bunch of games? So at plus 7,000, 10 bucks to win <clears throat> 710 bucks. Why not? Damn. That's a sprinkle right there. Sprink. I like that. I mean, I was also looking at pitchers' wins for my sprinkle. I think I'm going to end up sticking there. I thought we might have, we're going to say the same person. Uh, but you're right. The formula you have, Jake, and I know you're not like a school guy, oh. but good team plus get the boys fired up <laughs> plus enough starts throughout the year yeah. equals pitch quick, you know, sprinkle, sprinkle. And yeah, I think he will be one of the guys that manipulates the pitch clock. Uh, better than anyone. He just and got called out for to quick be an pitching. advantage. He did. I saw that. You got to make eye contact, Nestor, just like Jake mm. always says. Mm-hmm. You're at the club. Did you find I'm it? in between a few. All right. I, okay. I, all this time, right. I try to decide. Because especially when you mentioned... Hey, Joe's. I don't know if this was before the episode or not. You mentioned Zach Gallon being mad at us. Told Nikki Cass, why don't you guys pick me? For the Cy Young. So I was like, should I just pick Zach Gallon at plus a thousand to win the Cy Young? What is he? Eleven hundred? It's a decent sprinkle. See what that guy does. He twirls it, but I'm not gonna do it. I love you, man. I'm not gonna do it. I am going to go with pitcher's win total, same as you. And I am going to go with a league leader in my guy who plays on the same team. As the guy that led the league in wins last year, Kyle Wright, I think it's Max Fried's year. Okay. I think he absolutely does it. He's at plus 1,000, I believe it is. I lost the page. Uh, to lead the league in wins, the guy stays healthy. He pitches it, it deep enough into games. The bullpen's good. His team is going to score runs for him. He has turned himself into a premier lefty in the game. I think it's his time to shine. Lead the leagues, the league, and wins Max Fried. He came up on a search I was doing. Um, it was like most games, five innings pitched, two run runs or less, and you and you didn't get the win or something like that. Maybe it was six innings pitched, and he he came up as a guy who had a lot of good ones go to waste. Last year, twenty one was the total. Then it was. You know, 18, 17, 16, 15. Like, you know, there was, there wasn't, there's not a lot of wins out there anymore. Eight games he had. Kyle Wright stole them all. Six innings pitched, 
uh, six innings pitched or more, two earned runs or less. He had uh, eight where he did not get a win. Yeah, 185 in a third innings last year, 2.48 ERA, ERA plus of 164. I mean, he's kind of, he's finding it, and he's going to have the gold glove on, which I think kind of blinds mm. the hitter. When you see a pitcher with a gold glove, you're like, damn, I can't even bun on this guy. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I wanted Go to do uh, D-backs ones, but they just weren't available. Like Zach Gallon and Zach Davies each had 12 starts last year where they went five innings pitched, two earned runs or less. Like, you know, should get you a win if you have a decent offensive team and uh, bullpen. 12 each where they got uh, the loss or a no decision. Pen, no decision. Uh, Penn let us down last year. Gallon only handed his bullpen a losing game six times in 31 wow. starts. And I don't know how many wins he had, but it was 12. 12. What's 31 I'm, minus 18? I'm sure I'm I'm sure a decent that. amount of those. 13. Where he you see how quick I did that? Score was uh, not really on him. Yeah, man. Yeah. Could have been a, a two zip. Yeah. So. But like they didn't offer those. I know we we say we don't talk about Zach Gallon enough, but like, mm-hmm. do we really not talk about Zach Gallon enough? Like, is he no, we talk like about someone him. that we we're missing? Big difference okay. when he has his glasses on and the glasses off. The oh. Perception of like, like, a, is he a, a, a Maddox Hendricks professor pitcher? Interesting point, James. Or is he like, a, you know, Lincecum Moxie McCullers pitcher? He goes from moxie to professor, glasses on, glasses off. I just saw it. Mm. He was doing an interview, glasses off, and then they were showing highlights of him, glasses on, and I was like, that's two different people. The Beast, X-Men. That's cool. Yeah. Trev, yeah. Um, what, what happened in the Jazz versus Zach game? You know, Jazz and the, him, they were talking how they wanted to beat each other. Didn't Zach Gallon kind of just punch his ticket three times? Is that right? In my head, I think Jazz got him once because wasn't isn't Jazz a lot more hype for it than than Gallon? I forget. I forget. I don't know. I love that. I want more of that. Like more guys I, being like, I don't like this guy. I want to go hit hit off him, and the pitcher being like, I'm gonna fucking strike. Uh, you out. I need more of that. Yeah. Oh, for three. Fly ball. Fly ball. Ground out. Do you like put a charge into one of them too? I feel like yeah. I remember that highlight. Kind of not fair. Like if you're a pitcher, you're supposed <laughs> to win. I'm like, a hitter guy. Okay. Such right. a hitter. Well, I want to see more of it. Well, the hitters. One game, too, for a hitter is tough. Like, give me, give me a give me three games against you. We'll see what the numbers are. All right. <sighs> we'll give that to you. Like man. me and me and Cece have beef. Does he know that? No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I love I want to be his friend, but I don't think he cares to be my friend. No. So I like I like commented on a, a Twitter thing that he wrote and like he didn't even fucking he look at it right now. He doesn't tweet. Oh, he doesn't tweet. Well, you're hey, Cece, you're intern. Let's go, man. Like, yeah, just trying to be boys. Some agency. Does I that. did pump you once. Oh, mm. on or off the field. I love Cece. I really think we'd be, be we'd be like good buddies, but he has no interest in me. <laughs> so that's just a give, tough way just to give Trev a chance, man. It's tough. All right, we want to go to locks. Well, I've got a sprinkle. Ooh, yeah. We got yeah. Beebs, Beebs Sprinkle. Beebs Sprinkle is a guy we've talked about a good amount this offseason. He was picked in our Cy Young draft. 
uh, and Jolly Olive also picked him to win Cy Young. I'm gonna I'm gonna sprinkle on Christian Javier. I've already done it weeks ago. Uh, mm. Plus mm. eighteen hundred to win Cy Young. They're asking him to do a lot more in Houston with Verlander leaving. They let the Cy Young winner from last year go because they have this guy and a bunch of other dudes ready to rip. Uh, I think we're kind of all on the Javier train, so why not sprinkle a little bit of cheddar on that Cy Young winner from Christian Javier? Wanted him real bad in the Cy Young draft. Tried to wait out Jake on on that. Got cute with it. So you got him in that, but I'm sprinkling. Jolly's, like Jolly's been hot. Jolly's, Jolly's picked the Cy Young man. winner three years in a row. This will be the third in a row. That's crazy. Bro, two in a row. He's done two. This will be three the third. Three in a row He's will be He's going for three. Might as well. I've already got him locked in, even though it's a sprinkle. Pencil it in. Your batting stance when you hit this homer off CC, it's odd stance. Very upright, Trev. I was, I was trying to figure it out, man. 70-30? Just straight up? Straight up. Pencil. Dead center, though. Oh, hit the cement top of the wall. Bounced over. They all count. They all count. All right. Lucky I wasn't out there. Uh, I don't love my lock, which I think you're supposed to love. Here we go. But I just couldn't find anything. I think you are supposed to love your lock. Yeah, Yeah, I don't love it. Out of all the ones I said, uh, this is, I'm like, whatever. Uh, Cardinals to win the division. What's the juice of that one? 150, minus 150 or something like that. I looked at it. Minus 125. Yeah, that's a great lock. I made that bet last year and it won. Yours was even better. Yeah, what's wrong they with that one? Yeah, somehow Car- plus money Car- to make it playoffs. It was Cardinals to make the playoffs at plus money. So DraftKings tied it up this yeah, year a little bit. Yeah, they bit. were they got a new They got a new MLB They were guy. loose. They got a new MLB guy. Yeah, it's football Jimmy, guy you it. said that you didn't love that one. You're like the guy that has like the beautiful wife that like take care that like, takes care of him and he like treats her poorly. Like, dude, like that's a nice lock that you have there. Like, appreciate it. Oh, it's just boring. Like last year I had the oh. Astros to win more than the Yankees. The year before that I had the Yankees to win more than they're like more interesting, fun things. This you was love just, to find a creative This bet. was a boring slate of bets, in my opinion, because they tightened it up. Dude, if you think that one's boring, wait till you hear mine. My shit's like a library boring. Okay. All right. Seattle Mariners to make the playoffs. Yes, at minus 150. I saw that one too, and then I thought Angels fans were They're really like, you know, a top five team in the AL. A I saw that. Three team in the AL, according to Chris Rose. <laughs> Maybe top two. I saw that, and <laughs> yes. I thought, oh, Angels fans are just going to be mad if we do that. And then I was like, well, what are the Angels' odds? And then the, this team's going to make the playoffs. Angels' They're odds filthy, are dude. to not make the playoffs. Why are Angels fans so mad all the time? No one well, thinks your team is good, not just ownership me. and the Otani. And yeah, but they act reasons. like if you say something bad about them, it's a minority. You're the first who said and you're the it. The only person that dislike or doesn't have tr- faith in them, and like their odds are worse than last year, and to not make the playoffs by like the professionals who think of this stuff. But if I say something, they're like, "Jimmy hates them. He thinks they're awful." I'm like, "What? Everyone does." I only listen to Nate Steele when it comes to I love Angel's talk. He, I think what what he's expressed to me is that, that we should talk about more than just like Otani leaving or the fact they haven't made the playoffs with Otani and Trout. They want to talk, you know, more like get into the specifics. And I get that, dude, because yeah, but that's how many all that times matters. do they have to hear that? Well, until they change it. They have to change their own narrative yeah. at this point. And I, I will be more than happy if they do. I love Rendon. Uh, Sandoval. No, you don't. No, you don't. What? You don't love Rendon. 
Opposites attract, Trev. You might I, like I, him. I, I wish I could have if I wish I could be in Rendon's body for a day. Do you love Rendon more than he hates baseball? No. Okay. I didn't think so. No, no, no. I you like love Rendon. the idea of Rendon. That guy hates baseball. Just bored at the plate, bored in the field. Just too good at it. <laughs> Fuck. I just have it's to do it. Wish I wasn't so good at this stupid sport. <laughs> so what do we get? We got Mariners to make the playoff. Mariners to make the playoffs, Cardinals to win the division. Yep. Okay. I've I uh I'll go away from the teams, although <laughs> Guardians over 86 and a half. What are we doing, DK? Your baseball guy missed that one. Uh, but that's not. That won't be my lock. You already got Which that. Which way do you have it? Oh, it's over. Over. Okay. You already got that in the team profile and projection. So I'll go to another player. And like I said, I'm going to take another over. I, you know, last year was a little too easy for, again, me and Jimmy. Um, that I'm going to put my neck out there a little more. I'm going to go with an over. Freddie Freeman hits over under 171 and a half. Freddie Freeman. Mm. Again, going back on my health speech, Freddie Freeman over the past five seasons has missed 10 games. He's played 698 out of 708 games. Freddie Freeman switched teams, you know, Dodger, Dodgers from the Braves. He led the NL in hits last year with 199. He hit 180 the year before. He, in a full season, he hasn't hit under 170 hits since 2017. The guy's a hit machine. I don't know if people were shifting on him. Not that it mattered anyways. But as long as Freddie plays, which he's done for the past five years, I think it's as safe as an overlock as you can find on the board. So I'll take Frederick. Guy hits. What was his stretch last year? He hit like 500 for like 18 games or something like that. I mean, he, that's, you know, you can end up spinning it either way. He, he kind of had a slower start than people expected for Freddie last year, and then he went nuts down the stretch. So it, if it's more balanced or if he has a better first half, I, I think Freddie's going to end up there. He's right. another guy I feel like I'd be really good friends with, but I don't think oh. he wants anything to do with me. So He's busy. No, it's I think he'll, he'll, for me. he'll come around once he's done with baseball. Yeah. Yeah. He's a Cali guy. He, he just never he kind of like draws a line, you know. He's like players, active players only. And then once he goes into the retired, I know, end of career community, he'll hit you up. You're like, a media member too. You're like, what's it like out here? Yeah. yeah. They always said that once you get done playing, you, no one wants to hang out with you. It's kind of true. Damn. Freddie's really good. Yes. Holy crap! Like his like on easy, his baseball reference page right now. He's one of those ones you get on and you're like, okay. Easy Hall of good, Fame, good. Like, and a, a lot of lot of high MVP finishes. Like this guy's stacking shit. Yeah, the uh, what was it? The first half last year? Or no, <laughs> these are these are his first half, second half splits: three twenty one, three ninety seven, and nine twenty six OPS in the first half; three thirty one, four twenty one, and nine oh seven OPS in the second half. I mean, the guy is, the game shouldn't be that easy. Beavers? Nice oh, one more lock. Yep. One more lock. And I hate hate to be this, this homer guy, but 
Garrett Cole over 234 and a half strikeouts. He has, since he's left Pittsburgh, he's cleared that with ease every year. He stays healthy every year, knock on all the wood. Yankees mm. need that right now, but dude stays healthy and pitches. He's a strikeout guy who gets way more than that every year. So strikeouts are going to become a little more in fashion with shifts going away. You want to keep balls out of play if you're a pitcher more. I was trying to do a deep dive on um, pitchers linked to sticky stuff with the new, with the just the searches being different now or more, more than just fingertips, random, and trying to see if I could find anything that lined up to them. So, like, looking at Cole, looking at guy in Houston to search for an under with reason. But it didn't have any lines on some certain things there. If you look at Framber's, if you look at Framber's stats, July and early August of 2021, not great. K rate on his curveball is like not even a, there. And I wonder if that comes into play at all. Yeah, I'm, I want to, they haven't really been doing extensive checks in spring training, or at least I haven't noticed it. I think what they said was they're going to be more random, more random with them, right? Yeah. And if a player wipes his hands on his jersey before going to the ump, they're going to like check the jersey now. You know, more stuff that is like, ah. Pure logic. <laughs> oh, he, he keeps wiping the back of his hat. Maybe we should look at his hat. Why know. does that guy only wear the dark jersey every time he pitches? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I love my bets again this year. I'm just too optimistic. They tighten the screws. Good on them. Do you guys want to play the uh, salary career earnings game on Freddie Freeman? With have it up. Sure. To date or total so go. So let's guaranteed. go to date first. One, He's thirty two. One seventy five. My brain went to two hundred, and then I was going to go down. So I'll, I'm with Jake. You guys are right on it. One eighty seven. Split the game. Got a hundred and eight left to go. The guy's going to be right at the three hundred mark, come twenty twenty seven. Yeah, but you haven't even talked about you know his managers and agents and taxes and all the stuff that comes off. The yeah, it's not that much money. No. Next contract going back to Atlanta. Like, there's a lot going on. And that one percent will go to the donation. Yeah, the fund. So he'll be thirty seven when his contract is done with the Dodgers. So we're paying guys. He's got another what, three years after that at about. 25 to 30 a clip. Uh, does his talk, contract look, about maybe? Does it look like a steal now compared to all the contracts that go to 40 years old? <clears throat> 20, 27 yes. uh, million a year uh, for the next five years. So, well, Judge is only getting 40 million a year. So, man, <laughs> not bad. What a year. In the words of my wise wife, Jessica, Jake, you should have played baseball. Mm. Say so, yeah, babe. You said I I did. I did. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> they uh there were teams you had to pay to play for. <laughs> it was a little bit of a different <laughs> angle. <laughs> uh all right. Well, good betting, everybody. Yeah. Jim, really think, good job. You mentioned them at the top, but make sure you're using SeatGeek code John Boy Preseason if you're going to any of the games around town this weekend. Save yourself 15% off, whether you're a first-time buyer or not. It's SeatGeek. 
Only a couple more days of that code being being active. Right. Season's no longer pre. You probably, so, you probably already know mm, what game you, you're You know going one to. game you want to go to. So lock in those tickets. Yeah, I got a game I'm trying to go to. I'm just trying to buy tickets. Where are you going? One of the Fridays, uh, I was going to bring Katie. Okay. Nice. She's wanted to go, but <laughs> tickets weren't really like available. Yeah. Last time I checked. They were Friday. available, That's but like they weren't like, right. no one was, like was the reselling them yet. Mm. So I was like, these are going right. to come down yeah. when we get closer to it. <clears throat> yeah. Can I address something? John Boy preseason. Yeah, address it. All right. Uh, Dick Bremer came on the mm. air with Justin Morneau yesterday, a couple days ago, and said that sounds like I'm going to be mm. me. I think I'm going to be in the booth of them uh, on some of the West Coast games for the twins when they face the angels and the dodgers um which is cool I'm, I, he said it on air so I, I kind of feel like i need to address it nothing official yet with that wow. we've had some talks um i'm interested in it i'd like to do it on my on kind of on my terms i'd like to talk to him about it but uh we are in talks pre and post and some stuff in the booth um i want to do it I want to talk twins. I made it a point. I told Teddy yesterday. I said we're going to watch every twins game this year. You said who? To watch every twins game. What team, Daddy? I'm a Dodgers fan. Yeah, he's like I like the Phillies. Trey Turner. He fucking loves Trey Turner. Oh no. And Shohei, and he's disappointed in Mike Trout. But I said, don't be disappointed in Mike Trout, please. Points at Trey Turner, and does he say like that's the cooler version of you, Dad? You know what's? Yeah, kind of. You know what's? Fuck James. Um, <laughs> Trey Turner's you know the cooler version. He's the cooler version of a lot of people. Yeah, I know you're totally right. I think all of us. I might be cooler than him. Like he's just oh. better than me. See, yeah, yeah you're the only person that that like actually hurts. You know, someone says that to Jimmy or Beef. <laughs> so like, all right, yeah. Oh but yeah. Here, for listen, sure. <laughs> I have you know I have this youth team and I get to hear like their opinions on baseball and I feel like they're kind of like poignant. Like they're they get it. Like right now, all of them they're like Mike Trout. Like he lost. Oh. Mm. Like that kind of sucks for Mike Trout. Like I was like, guys, I tell them like just relax a little bit. This is one at bat against fucking Shohei Otani. You should see the other team he's on. One at bat for the state of the whole. That's the thing is these guys were they loved the WBC. They loved it, and you know the ending image they have is Shohei striking out Mike Trout. Damn, it's tough to be a baseball player. Amen. All right, Anyways. that's uh, everything. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Enjoy the baseball. Opening day, live stream. Join Monday, us. first recapper. JM baseball live stream. Thursday, all day. Awesome. Bye. Sucks. Jake sucks. You guys see how relaxed I look right now? You got the sun coming through your American flag still, or what? Dude, that's a great addition to my room. <laughs>